back to another episode of So Good So Far Podcast, episode 35. You have to say it slower, because we're living slowly. Oh, fuck. Welcome back to another episode of So Good So Far Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> I had so much coffee today, or so much cold brew. My office has all this cold brew in the fridge, and they didn't have any, like, fresh coffee. Mixed it with a bunch of almond milk and still... Oh, it's so caffeinated. It was so caffeinated. I mean, and I knew that. It was fine, but I was for sure on Don't one. Don't you get like anxious and kind of jittery i definitely get jittery but i get so much work done and i get like so much more focused on my work it turns your veins into ice and whenever that melts that's when it it wears off Mm -hmm. i love it but you're inside an air conditioning building an Mm -hmm. air conditioned building that's all i I only ever want to be cold i feel like anybody who listens knows that so that's perfect (laughs) but yeah, so I've been drinking a bunch of coffee lately in, like, the last few months since I've been, when I was, like, working crazy hours and stuff, I started drinking coffee, and I really like it. It does sometimes, like, make me feel really sick, like, I get a stomach yeah. ache, but... it's so acidic is the thing. Yeah, so that's, I don't drink... That's why I'll I have, like, drinking it. Yeah, I'll have, like, one cup a day, but even that's then, not it's not... I, I couldn't have more than that. I would just, like, be up all night. The reason I stopped drinking coffee was because it was hurting my stomach so much, and it was so acidic. I felt like it wasn't worth the stomach ache and the like like heart flutters that I felt like I got from mm-hmm. it. It didn't make me feel more awake. It just made me feel like my eyes were peeled open. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely makes me feel like more alert. Yeah, exactly. More alert but not awake. So I got into this coffee replacement. It's called Mud Water. Mm, yeah, I've heard Have of you, it. You've heard of it? Mm-hmm. And it's like mushroom like, sponsor us. tea. Please. sponsor us mud water we're four sigmatic it has like some of the four best mushrooms that you could have including one that's really good for energy which is which are called cordyceps and then one that's really good for focus which i think is called lion's mane and then two other ones that are really great for your overall health and have like great in a antibacterial properties and immunity boosting properties and just a whole bunch of good stuff in it and then it also has like turmeric and cocoa, which are mm. coca. Oh, cacao. Cacao. <laughs> I totally forgot about <laughs> the word cacao. Jackie's like, it left my brain. It's obviously not as like caffeinated. It only has like one sixteenth of the caffeine or something like that. But it's like, it makes my stomach feel so much better. And overall, it improves my mood and just makes me feel... Like, I have, like, a better outlook on the day, usually, if I start my day like that. And if I drink coffee, it's, like, a chaotic way to start the day, you know? Okay, I hear you. Because coffee does make my mood better. That's one thing where I'm, like, uh-huh. I feel good. And every song that comes on, I'm, like, this is the best fucking song ever. <laughs> That's how this I felt on so Adderall, though. <laughs> but I do want to try Mudwater. I just read an entire book on it. It's called The Rebel's Apothecary. And the other half is about cannabis. A lot of these um, mushrooms also have anti-tumor properties and so like uh, the book had like a focus of like if you have cancer these are like great options for you to like live a more holistically healthy life but I just feel like I always think my whatever I have is cancer I'm like sure my nipples are sore I have cancer <laughs> um or I'm it's called a baby for legal <laughs> reasons that's a joke <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're going to start by. doing, yeah, look up who it's by. We're going to start, I just thought of this, so hopefully Jackie's on board, but it doesn't even matter because this is a monarchy. So, what's it called? 
The Rebels Apothecary. Um, we're going to put this and any other wrecks we have on our story so you guys like mm-hmm. can look at everything because we also have some other books we're going to wreck and yeah, a super I, hot take I mean, on a new yeah. album. So... <laughs> Yeah, we can put we should put that on. We'll put it all in there. I'm like, um, you guys, have you guys heard of her, Billie Eilish? <laughs> it's by Jenny Sansuki, and she also has a Instagram, I think, that has a decent amount of followers. But it's crazy because I've never seen this, but it has five out of five on all of the review websites, which is super cool. Wow. Anyways, so that's one of my wrecks is that book and just like getting into mushrooms and stuff has been really interesting and stimulating. Honestly, so stimulating to the point where the other night I just didn't go to sleep because I was so stimulated (laughs) after I finished this book and I was extremely tired the next day. And even mushrooms can't help my dumbass sleeping schedule sometimes. (laughs) She's like, you know what? The one caveat is if you pull an all-nighter, there's nothing they can do for you. That's just what I'm focusing on lately. What, what about you? What have you been focusing on? Just living. Just kidding. <laughs> um, we have a great rapport. <laughs> people love us. Um, I've just been really not, not a lot of changes since we last talked. I know some people were interested in the ankle situation. My ankle is doing much better even since we last recorded. Um, I actually wore shoes with a heel today. So that's like a pretty big step. I had to go to the office, so I had to dress up a little bit. But other than that, just been working and listening to Billie Eilish's new album, like we said, which mm-hmm. so good. so good. I'm sure oh. a- anyone who's heard it knows it's so good. Uh huh. What's your favorite song? I like NDA because I just think it goes mm. so hard. It does. It goes but so happier hard. Happier than ever is happier than un- ever. Unbeatable slaps. The thing is that Second the first half. time I listen to it it was it because the first half's like super slow you know mm-hmm. and i was like i'm not really in the mood for a slow song so i switched it and then i probably I, did that too yeah and then i went back later and i like listened to it the full way and i'm like holy I was shit like, this oh, gets okay. this goes hard yeah that song slaps it goes so crazy. i don't even know what i would call the second half at first i thought it was like the bridge but then i was like no billy eilish is whatever she wants so this could just be anything she doesn't she doesn't do song structure Structure, right Mm -hmm. so it's just the second half of the song there's like this transition into some of the best lyrics i've ever heard it's so good and she's like going at her full voice which she doesn't do a lot and that sounds amazing Mm -hmm. i was like girl go off or she just is like very open about her Her experiences her body her like yeah some abuse that she's been through like it's Mm -hmm. just really raw and good and authentic yeah it's just i love how she's like she talks about how her reputation her her body is not other people's like or like other people's opinions is not her problem yeah you know that's like go off that's so great and she's so young she's 19 yeah i just can't i can't believe it like she i mean you know it's just crazy she's amazing we love her she's doing great and she just seems like she's way more emotionally mature than I ever was at 19. Anyway, um, that's my rec for the week. If you haven't listened to Billy's new album, for sure do that. Oh, I'm reading. These are things I've already talked about, but because I'm such a procrastinator, here we are. I'm reading Where the Crawdads Sing. I had mm-hmm. started that a while ago. Never heard of it. You've never heard of it? No, I'm just Oh, I was you. like, are you good? It was good? the most popular Girl? book in Literally. the library. I was like, ago. are you sure? This seems fake. <laughs> I thought that was like super popular. 
Did you read it? No. I hear it's, it's good, though. Yeah, it's good. I like it a lot. I'm like, I started it over because I had read a few chapters and then I kind of like forgot what happened. So I started it over and I've been reading a lot more now that I have all this time. And it's super good. And I haven't read a fiction book in a while, so. Okay, so that's basically, that's it. So. That's it. Episode over. Uh, yeah, episode over. We already did talk a lot about random shit. Mm-hmm. But as we mentioned last week on our episode, we wanted to do a f- more in-depth episode talking about slow living and being more mindful and being more present, which kind of goes off the last episode where we talked about living with your parents and how that can be a huge shift to like slowing down, having a lot more free time probably and all that. Before I moved back home with my parents, I was living obviously up in Denver and just like doing things all the time. Like I mentioned, I was living just like really, really fast go 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 all the time which can be fine like that can be really fun and stimulating and like exciting and I think that's one way to live like if people want to you know if you want to do that but there's definitely something to be said about slowing down Mm -hmm. and this can be done in any situation or to move in with your parents to do this but just slowing down and taking this intentional time for yourself and also just really trying to be present and mindful in whatever you're doing like at any given moment you know it's easier said than done but if you think about it if you really think about it every time you're doing something you're probably thinking about the next thing you have to do or you're thinking about something that happened earlier or whatever it's like you're not really thinking about even the most mundane tasks like how can I really be present in brushing my teeth like something so random that you're like it just makes you appreciate each moment because obviously this is said all the time but you when you really think about it it's like you're never not in the present you're never not in the present you're always there but but your mind isn't right so that's what I think makes it hard yeah at first I want to say that I think there's something to living fast that is exciting and stimulating but also could easily learn to burn out or sorry could easily easily lead to burnout then you have to stop anyways. So if you make time in your life to live slow during some parts of your days, I think that it prevents burnout and just makes life feel more rich when you're living it. Not that you don't need to like think about the future or plan because I I mean, I'm often thinking about how I can do better in the future. And I think that's kind of a huge part of our podcast. It's how can we improve? But first of all, if you're always thinking about the past and you're overthinking about it you can start to get bogged down by that and it can be hard to separate your emotions from living in the present and absorbing the full feeling of the present and then if you're thinking about the future so much you can make yourself anxious about it and again not live in the moment of right now And that's like really when things feel the most rich is when you just stop and think about the thing you're doing. And it's like if you're brushing your teeth and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so grateful to be brushing my teeth. Yeah, obviously, you're not going to be fucking grateful to be like, I'm so happy that I'm brushing my teeth. But but you don't have to be like grateful for the thing to be present. Like you can be present in something that you're not enjoying. You're not going to enjoy everything or be grateful for everything like really sitting with it or being with it whatever it is it's like I think when you're doing such mundane tasks or even when you have so much to do you're like I don't have any time to do anything I'm going 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 all the time I have no time I thought that I thought that every single day I was like 
I have so much to do. I don't have time to X, Y, and Z, things that I want to do, or even things that are just good for my health or my mm-hmm. well-being. I said, I don't have time. What you should really do is take a step back and think, am I making time for that thing? Yeah, yeah because overall it's like, you know, you were saying that it was sometimes hard for you to focus because you had so many things that you were doing, but maybe if you took a break, your the work that you would do after would be more intentional. and For sure. And you would eventually get the same amount done, but you would take a few minutes for yourself out of that and feel less stressed. Yeah, so, like we were talking about this right before and Jackie was like, you can take one minute right. to like sit down, like go pee or something and mm-hmm. sit down and just be like, I am just going to be present. You can take one minute to just sit with your thoughts or honestly just like be still yeah like not work on anything maybe just like shut your eyes or like be I mean how often are we sitting by ourselves with no stimulation Mm -hmm. no music no podcast no show no phone you're sitting in silence all by yourself just with your thoughts how often does that happen it's it's extremely rare for me Uh, I also think it's important to remember that there is an extent to the control that you have on time because time is going to slip by whether you want it to or not. I think it's important to also feel like you have some control over it and that it is abundant and that when you wake up, you have the ability to dictate how your day can go to to some extent. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, you know, you have at least one minute you absolutely have at least one minute to just sit with your thoughts right when you wake up. Before you reach for your phone, before you go to the bathroom, you have a minute to just sit with your thoughts. And then at night before you go to sleep, obviously, you have a minute to decompress for a second. But there's, there has to be a few minutes during the day where you have that time to just sit with yourself and check in and say, like, how does my body feel? How do I feel? Do I need anything even if you are working for someone else, you know, even if you yeah. are doing things for another person. Ultimately, like, you you can make that time. We all know that you make it to scroll through TikTok. So just take out yeah. five minutes from that. And maybe do it, like, right before you open TikTok. Be like, okay, I can open TikTok, but first I'm just going to sit with myself for a second because you know that once you open TikTok, you're not going to be like, I'm going to stop my TikTok a little bit early just to (laughs) sit with myself for a minute. No, you're going to be like, I have one minute. Okay, time for one more video, you know? Right. (laughs) Exactly. So we want to discuss basically the ways that slowing down can benefit your mind, your body, and then your like external situations like your home, family, friends, work, hobbies, all that stuff. So starting out with what we deem as the most important, in my opinion. So the first one we're talking about is the mind. So we just talked about how you can find time during your day to sit with yourself. If you wanted to take that a little bit further and explore that a little more, I think you can really benefit from the practice of meditation. And that's something that we want to do a full episode on. So we're just going to touch on it a bit. It is obviously the first thing anyone recommends to you when you feel super stressed in your everyday life and you don't just want to take like a bunch of Xanax, you know? Right, sure. (laughs) When you think about meditation, 
it's like there's all sorts of like meditation podcasts, YouTube videos, like guided meditations, or you can study meditation more deeply and mm-hmm. and kind of do your own type of meditation. Or it can really just be sitting down, slowing down to think, reflect, like manifest things, or just to literally like relax and relieve stress. I mean, we want to talk more about the like formal practice mm-hmm. and, and how doing guided meditations or um something that's more personal like can really really help but meditation doesn't have to be this like crazy guided thing like you were saying earlier Mm -hmm. about like it could be you going on a walk yeah and and I do think that the definition of meditation is that you are focused more on your breath or a mantra of some sort because like just going on a walk may not be meditation right you know if you're like like, taking your phone and you're like texting people and like listening to podcasts but if you're like specifically just taking a second to slow down and breathe or like even just think about just like something yeah yeah like think think Mm -hmm. like unstimulated yeah unstimulated thinking like do you ever just like are you ever doing something and your thoughts just become so calming and not very specific? Just like you kind of have thoughts that are just floating in your head. Yeah, you just get you like lost really, in thought, yeah, and then you're like, "Wait, what was really I doing?" To anything that I feel like is a really good. That's like to me the meditation feeling of like being kind of lost in thoughts that aren't very specific and don't carry any emotion to them they're, they're not attached to anything right it's not stress it's not it's not anything so crazy it's just you like noticing, noticing mm-hmm. your thoughts yeah, yeah which we actually talked about in oh the episode about like reflecting challenging negative, thoughts. negative thoughts oh yeah. my god duh. so yeah meditation is a great one to just start slowing down taking that time for yourself to just mm-hmm. take time back for you you know yeah. When I, when my anxiety was really bad, and even now, like, I always have something playing, almost always. And I think it's because when I was super anxious, all I wanted was to, like, get out of my head Mm -hmm. and not think because if I thought, I would have a panic attack. It was so, it was so bad at that time. And so always I would have a show playing. I would wake up and put on a show and carry it around on my phone all day because I couldn't not be distracted. If I didn't have that, my mind would just go to like the worst places. Yeah. And so now I do that a lot. Like the other day, <laughs> I was watching a show. I always watch a show when I eat, which is like not super great. But I connected the two so much that I almost can't eat now alone without watching something. It's honestly it's like so bad. Pooping without your phone. Uh, yeah. It's like, like what if do, I don't uh, have my phone, I just can't go. It's not. No. I at the very least I need a book. Yeah. At the very very least I need the back of a shampoo bottle. Uh-huh. I, I mean, so I'm eating the other day. I have, I'm watching a show and all of a sudden my phone dies. And I was like, fuck. And I'm at, I'm at the table. There's nowhere I can plug my phone in besides if I get up and plug it in like over across the room. So I go plug it in and I was like, what can I do? What am I going to do while I eat now? I'm sitting at the kitchen table at my house like, I could get a book. And I was like, no, it's like too much work. I was like, I guess I could just sit here and eat. Like, I this is the thought I had in my head. Like, that's honestly and I was like, terrible. this is bad. Yeah. This is bad. Like, when I'm out or like I'm at dinner with my fam, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm eating dinner with my family or anybody. I don't need to be stimulated by something else. Obviously, like I'm talking to them, but yeah, but I it, I mean, have such a problem with eating a meal alone and not what I'm just gonna sit here and eat this without any el- anything else. Like, but it's so bad when you. I mean, this is something we go into totally different. But like when you're watching something while you're eating and you're distracted while you're eating you almost always overeat because you're just like man this is so nice 
And and also, I feel like you don't. It doesn't taste as good. No, and you don't enjoy it as much. Although sometimes I think it makes me enjoy it more. But I'm like having so much right. fun, like watching the show and eating. And sometimes I also used to do it because my anxiety would be so bad that I couldn't eat. So I needed to like distract my mind so that I could eat. Yeah. So it's like I would just lose my appetite completely. My mouth would be so dry I couldn't eat. And so I'd have to watch something and be like, okay, I just need to get my mind in this thing so that my body will like mm-hmm. eat the food. Even if you don't have a mental health thing, it's like, oh, I'm bored. I, yeah. I have to like actually think and be with myself. And like a lot of people want to be distracted all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people because yeah. it feels more comfortable than having to face whatever shit is going on in your head. Totally. And yeah, like last night, uh, me and Bryce made food mm-hmm. and I was like, do you want to watch something? Because we usually watch something when we eat too. And because we don't really watch TV any other times except for that. So like it's like we have this time to watch TV that's do yeah. it. But last night he was like, no, let's just eat and talk. And I was like, you mean talk about our day? <laughs> You're like, you want to talk? <laughs> about You want what? me to talk to you? I was like, are you breaking up with me? <laughs> You're like... And it was so nice. I just yeah. felt like really close to him afterwards. Jackie's like, turns out it was actually good. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it was great. And yeah, I mean, I think we totally use like TV and podcasts to distract ourselves all the time. And it's like we don't want to be alone. Yeah, I you don't want to be alone with your own thoughts, but sometimes it's like that's where the best thoughts come from. Yeah. And I totally understand cuz when I was really depressed, I wouldn't want to be alone with my own thoughts because they would go to a really dark place. Mm-hmm. Unless unless your thought is maybe should I go through the dark place to come out on the other side? Because for me that never felt true. Like every time I kind of like thought more and more about the dark places I went, the darker Like the go. worse it yeah. would get. Yeah. Is that like kinda of how for you? I mean I guess like if you Well it would just be like to... I if I was alone with my thoughts for too long and too long was like thirty seconds, I would think myself into a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And that sounds crazy, I'm sure, if that's not something you've experienced, but it's like your brain will be like, Okay, like Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, and maybe, you're doing this. And maybe it's also partly because you've been shoving down all those thoughts for right. like so long. Yeah, you avoid like, them so right, much. You yeah. avoid them and then they come up and they're all the dark ones first that you have to deal with. Well, yeah. And if you think about it, like all these things we're talking about that that are so stimulating or like going out with people, being on your phone, watching a show all the time, work, work, like being a workaholic, all those things are because people don't want to face themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's the premises of this episode is that when you're living so fast, a lot of times it's because you don't want to slow down because you're afraid of like the shit that's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. That's not the case for everyone. Some people are literally just busy. But even then, it would do you a world of good to just like slow down for a second, yeah. you know? And, and maybe that's why like therapy is, has like really helped me because I think that... Are you that in therapy all- right now? What? Are you in therapy right now? No, oh. but in the past, I felt like all of those dark thoughts that I had that were coming up every time I had a second with myself, I felt like I could get those out in therapy and bounce them off of someone else so that I felt like I didn't feel like they were mine to bear alone. And also just like talking about those thoughts with other people, even if it's not a therapist, it just really helped. And then when I was alone, I would be like, okay, now I can actually think about things that maybe aren't so dark and just like sit with myself and not feel scared of what Mm -hmm. comes with it totally wow 
we kind of went off track, but yeah, I think that was, that was a, a great, great point. That was a great conversation. Another thing that helps other than therapy is just journaling all of your thoughts. Like, I I love just writing down all of my worst thoughts on paper and then literally tearing them up and throwing them away because I think just the act of getting those out can help me work through them. Yeah, I think in the overall takeaway from that is just like taking time to document your thoughts to work through them or to reflect on them or whatever is such a great way to slow down and actually think about your life and take stock and like what are you doing and where do you want to be or what's what are you going through right now or whatever it is it's like you're taking time to actually think about that yeah when you're going so fast you don't even have time to think about what's going on in your life you're just trying to do it totally exactly I would love to do a more full episode on journaling because I think Mm -hmm. there's a lot to journaling but really just like a stream of consciousness around whatever's going on with you right now it takes a little bit longer to think something and write it down than it does to just think it and move on to the next thing and it kind of like solidifies that thought and then after you're done with the sentence you can really just move on from it another thing I do is I do voice memos to myself I've talked about this a lot but if I have a lot on my mind but journaling seems like it would just really slow me down because I have so much on my mind a voice memo is a good in between because I can just do a stream of consciousness and then listen to it later and be like, "Holy fuck, you're fucked up." <laughs> oh, my God. oh yeah. Well, it's kind of good though because you can hear your emotions yeah. in that moment. You know, yeah, you can. And sometimes, like, I'll cry on these voice memos uh, because, like, saying things out loud kind of brings me emotion more, mm-hmm. and like, it's hard for me to cry otherwise. No, I think that's. I think that's such a good idea. I'm gonna start doing that. I just usually delete them afterwards because mm-hmm. my biggest fear is that I die and that someone listens to those voice messages and be like, Aww. she died. Think about that if someone listened back and they were like, wow, like this is really like what, this is like her authentic real life. Okay, anyway. Oh, I don't know if we went over this. If you wanted to say something quick on it. Not really. I mean, we kind of we talk, so we talk about that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> fucking like mental health. Podcast. <laughs> Let's focus on bettering our mental health. Hot um, take. Literally, Nicole wrote, focusing on bettering mental health. Like, do you want to go into that a little bit? Okay. Cute. <laughs> so Ooh. the last thing I want to say about, about living slow when we're just focusing on our mind is reading before bed I think is such a great way to slow down at the end of the day even if you had a really fast day all day sitting down and doing something in bed that preoccupies your mind but in the way where it's like you really get enveloped in a story and I really specifically recommend fiction before bed because nonfiction can be really stimulating and kind of like you're taking a class and you kind of want to apply that knowledge in some ways and think about it more with fiction, you can get lost in a story, and it's just almost yeah, it's almost like a form of meditation in a way. It is a practice because when when my ADHD is really bad, I can't read at all. I can only read like a paragraph before I get uh, just really distracted. When I practice more and more, I started being able to read for longer and longer, and now I can pretty much read an entire book sitting down if I wanted to because I just get so lost in the story Mm -hmm. so it's it's good to start with something little like a graphic novel or something like that or a really short book like sometimes I'll even if I'm not really in the mood to get very deep into a story I'll just read like a like a children's chapter book or like a YA book 
mm-hmm. because they're super easy and they go really fast. And so I feel yeah. like I can get really lost in the story because that's not really very challenging. It shouldn't be challenging. Yeah. Reading is so beneficial for you in so many ways. Like so much better than going on social media. Mm-hmm. Looking at a screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being so overstimulated by so much information. It's like, or you could just like do the most wholesome thing in the world, which is like get lost in a fictional story. Yeah, exactly. Like, Can't recommend it enough. Yeah, that's like real cottage core yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This whole episode Reading is like is big. <laughs> this episode oh, is God. big cottage core vibes. Slow living. Slow living. The next thing we're going to talk about is. Um, how slowing down can benefit your body and just like your physical health overall kind of we kind of touched on this but we just want to talk about like really enjoying the process of the things you have to do like eating exercising cleaning every day and just doing the self-care stuff stuff that you have to do to maintain being a human and (laughs) I think that a lot of these things with the body can kind of be automated in some way uh by creating habits and if you want to learn more about that our habit episode would really recommend just just based off of reading atomic habits james clear talks about how habits automate certain processes so that you have more time in your everyday life to do whatever you'd like and so even though these processes are automated it kind of just means that like you could take that time to think about things and focus on your breath because you know how to do them well it's like washing dishes you know you don't have to think about how to wash a dish anymore you know right. at this point in your life uh, really some, I mean, some straight men dishes. we don't know some straight men <laughs> but i get what you're saying it's like you're you want to create more time by automating habits and also like you want to create more energy i just think it's like you want to automate those habits because It gives you more energy and time to focus on other things. And also, you don't want those things to become so mundane, though. You know what I mean? Like, of course, going through your everyday life, a lot of, almost all of it can feel mundane sometimes. But if you start to do this, like, main character shit where Mm -hmm. you're like, I'm just driving to work listening to music with the windows down. Like, I'm such a main character. It's like, (laughs) you really enjoy that. Even though your drive to work probably does seem mundane. But the the thing about your drive to work, and, and I think this is where the the habit thing, I always think about it wrong. Actually creating the habit, it's not about the actual thing you're doing. It's about being able to do that thing that you need to do automatically. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not like you're doing it robotically. Like, oh, I don't even have to think. It's like, you don't have to take the energy to start it, to decide that you're going to do it. It's like, you're already going to do it because it's part of your day. Exactly. But yeah, yeah, if you want to like learn more about that, our habit episode is great. Yeah. Same with Atomic Habits, which is the book we talk about. I think this, you know, just taking care of your your health, taking time to take care of your physical health is hard. It really is hard, like especially when you're so busy. Yeah, and we're always like eating is such a chore. You know? <laughs> it is because I'm like, I just wish I could not have to take time to eat. But then you really start to think about it. Like I said in the last episode, I've been cooking meals with my mom and it's so nice. Like, it's not about, like we said before, I mean, Mary said this, but it's not about the act of feeding yourself. It's like all these other things that go into that one thing. And that could be for anything. Like, that could be applied to all sorts of, like, quote-unquote mundane things to make them feel a lot more rich, like you were saying. But you can't do that if you are go, 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 go all the yeah. time. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much money you have. 
if you're using that money to get takeout every single night, you're never <laughs> going to enjoy <laughs> You're so rich, Nicole. I know. I'm like, no matter how much money I'm blowing on Postmates every day of the week. <laughs> you're never going to feel the rewards of working really hard on a meal and then enjoying that meal. Like, honestly, food just tastes so much better when you're like, I worked so hard on this meal. Mm-hmm. You know, I followed totally. this recipe and it turned out really good. And yeah. Uh, and also just making food for or with other people. Like you said that you've been making food with your mom and then so it becomes like a bonding experience too mm-hmm. uh, where you spend time together doing something. Yeah, if I'm making food for Bryce or with Bryce, I just feel like it feels so rewarding. Mm-hmm. Totally. Other ways you can do physical self-care, which I don't think a lot of people think they have time for. Like, oh, I could never have time to like just take a hot bath. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to... Even it doesn't have to be any of these like quintessential self care like a face mask whatever it could be anything physical like movement exercise like taking time to move your body or even just to like stretch mm-hmm. just to do things that bring awareness to your physical body and make you feel like you're taking care of it is so important. I mean I don't know about you but like whenever I just do something really nice for my body I'm like. Am I better than everybody else? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen that TikTok? That's like when you're up before 6 a.m. and you've already done like a workout or something. And it's like, am I better than everybody else? (laughs) That's never happened to me except for Um, when I don't go to sleep. Um, TikTok is like, might as well work out. There's like little things that everyone does, like skincare. Like for me, I have like only a three-step skincare routine. It's really simple. Yeah. Uh, She's like only 26 sub-steps in each step. There's only... um, only about 300 steps total but they're all really tiny Mm -hmm. no just kidding no I really have a very simple skin routine but when I do it I try to bring awareness to the fact that like wow I'm doing my entire skincare routine like I'm doing something really good for myself and then the next morning every time without a doubt that I do my entire routine my skin feels better the next morning you know and like take notice of that and bring awareness to that and while you're doing it appreciate it yeah while you're doing it be like this is something that's so good for me. It really makes you appreciate yourself more. Like, I think it's a really big form of, like, self-love, even beyond self-care. And and, and then when you get in bed, you feel, like, more relaxed. Yeah. Because you've had that time You're to like, decompress. You're like, look at all this good stuff yeah. I did for myself. Am yeah, I better like, than I'm everyone? Ready. <laughs> I'm ready for the day to end, you know? Yeah, you feel like complete. Yeah. Whereas otherwise, I just get in bed like all haphazard and I'm and you're like flip the light to, off and I'm trying like, Bye. to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm on TikTok for like two more hours and I'm and like, like, I could have done. I could have taken skincare. thirty seconds yeah. to do this other thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's definitely about prioritizing. Like slowing down is. You don't have to not be busy because I think many people could hear this and be like, Lucky you. I could never. Yeah. And it's like, believe me, I used to think that way and be like, I could never slow down. Like even when I wasn't having a crazy social life, my work was insane. Like I was really working like 60 hour weeks for a while and I just felt like there was, I couldn't do anything else. I would work from the time I woke up to the time I went Mm -hmm. to bed. I was like, these people have free time, like lucky them. And it's like, yeah, but what, what are you prioritizing? Because even then there would be stuff that where I would waste time on my phone or something, you know? And it's like, you just have to be really honest with yourself about what you're giving your time to. And also maybe decisive about, about what you give your time to. Like, Maybe you could say no to to like 
a request at work every once in a while or just like say like hey can I do that tomorrow and and maybe you can't I don't know your job but like yeah but at, like at my work if I'm like hey I really could use just like a five minute break there's so many people who are more than willing to just like cover my shift or mm-hmm. cover my desk shift yeah. while I'm taking a five minute break so like maybe you just be more vocal about the time that you need and mm-hmm. more decisive about when you need it oh yeah a big thing is to just like set boundaries if you want to learn about more about boundaries you have an episode about it we do we're about to start repeating shit the last thing which we kind of wanted to segue into the next section which is like external things like social work home hobbies blah 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 is keeping your space clean and doing these like daily cleaning and this isn't so much about your physical health but it kind of is because Mm -hmm. whenever my space is cluttered and messy I'm so much more stressed yeah and also it's related to the mind where like I get really a lot more distracted and it's so Mm -hmm. much harder to focus if my room is messy and also like when you wake up you're like oh god it's so messy yeah like there's you're so stressed and then it's like your space is a disaster and you're Mm -hmm. like I can't get anything yeah. done. My space is so messy. Whereas, like, what I started doing this thing where my apartment was so clean at one point, and every single night I was like, all I have to do is just, like, a couple things because mm-hmm. I've kept it clean all week. So all I have to do is a couple things. I think we talked about this organization episode. Pfft. We've talked about everything. Um, but literally, when it's not overwhelming because you're doing it every single day, I swear I feel so much better. This might not be the case with everybody, but – because some people really don't mind living in clutter. It doesn't bother them. But when my space is clean, I am like a better person. Mm-hmm. I literally am in a better mood. I get more work done. I feel like my life is together. Therefore, I feel like I can conquer more things. Yeah, you don't like, have to make space for stuff. Yeah. If it's in totally. the, yeah, if it's messy, I'm like, my life's a disaster. And it's like, it's not really a disaster, but and it could take... 10, 15 minutes just to do yeah. a few things. I mean, and even though this doesn't sound like living slow because it's on a timer, setting a 10 minute timer for your cleaning ensures that you don't get distracted and you you don't start, you know, doing something else that mm-hmm. takes more time. And also there's so much you can get done, done in 10 minutes. And like, even if it's still messy, you can condense it into a pile and you yeah. still feel so much better overall. Well, and I love that you said the thing about the timer because even though you said like that could become like stressful or whatever, it's actually something we want to talk about is like, and we touched on it last week, but allocating specific time Mm -hmm. for certain things and not just having it be so like, oh, fast and loose, like, oh, I'll do it whenever. It's like, then it kind of weighs on you more. Whereas you just say, I'm going to take time to do this thing, or this could bleed into so many other things. Like, you know, focusing on these things that are important to you, like friends, family, community, hobbies, and projects, your careers, you make specific time for those things that's that's very, like, intentional. It actually becomes so much easier and less stressful because you say, you know, when you're, when you're with your friends and family, you're focused on being with your friends and family you're not you're, you don't you're have all these other like, distractions oh, I have to go home and clean my room yeah or, because you know whatever. you set this intentional time to be with them so that time was always meant to be with those people whereas if it's like so fast and it's like oh this person invited me to this thing and this other person invited me I feel like I have to go and I want to do it and and that's not to say that's bad it's just it can it can cause more stress whereas if you you're saying 
I'm just going to slow down. I'm going to make intentional plans so that when I'm in that thing, I'm focusing on that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, There's and there's something to say for being spontaneous too. Like I yeah. think it adds spice to life. But if you're like so stressed out about everything else, you can't enjoy being spontaneous either. Like I really think that because it just feels stressful. Yeah, yeah, that carving out time for each thing that you want to make time for is the best way to really enjoy that time. Yeah, because you say, I allocated this time to this thing. For me, this is something that I really have to be intentional about with work. I get so distracted. It's not even distracted. It's that I will do anything to avoid doing work. Shout out to everyone I work with. It's like, God, this the worst (laughs) no I always get my work done but when I'm you know in the time to work nine to five whatever it's rare that during all those hours I'm like I'm gonna not be distracted and I'm gonna focus on work and I know that's common Mm -hmm. that's not just me I mean partially it's like is a human even designed to work right eight hours exactly exactly if you want to learn more about that dream job episode okay I'm done um (laughs) (laughs) guys I'm doing all the episode callbacks but I saw this thing I saw something that was like normalize blah 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 blah, all these things whatever you know like some instagram thing and it was like working when you're at work relaxing when you're relaxing like being present in the thing that you're doing even if it's something like work like we're not people out here advocating for freaking capitalism and nine to fives but the reality is that almost everybody has to work Mm -hmm. people like us you know and so the reality is that you have to work for most people, whatever that is. You could love it. You could hate it. But honestly, really being present in it, and this is something that Chelsea was telling me when we talked, when she was my health coach, she was like, have you just tried being really, really present at work? A lot of the times that I was talking to her about was that I hated my job. And she was like, have you tried just being really present and thinking of like the things that you enjoy about your job and just thinking like when I'm at work, I'm going to be very present in the one task I'm working on. I think of a task that I have to do and be really present in working on that. She's like, I just think you might find that it's not as bad because if you're mm-hmm. always focusing on how terrible it is and how much you it stresses you out or you don't like the process or whatever, of course it's going to be terrible. And it's going to take longer. It's going to take longer. Yeah. You're going to get distracted. You're not going to want to do it. It is sometimes like pulling teeth to get me, to get myself to like do one thing of work like one fucking one thing <laughs> goodbye one unit of work <laughs> to do one unit of work it's like bullying no, I, I totally do you know what I'm saying totally though? That. yeah yeah because we we had talked about this before the podcast but when you step into it and really focus on the thing that you're doing and be present in it then you you really start to enjoy it more oh yeah and you get the, it makes the, it bleeds into the next day the next day I wake up I'm like oh god I don't want to go to work I don't mm-hmm. want to work but if I if I like really am in the moment and like take as much joy out of it as I possibly can the next day I get more excited to go yeah exactly it, it's like once you really get into it you're like this isn't that bad yeah it's always getting started and especially like when I when you're at a job like mine where like for you it's like you have people coming in Mm -hmm. you're helping people like it's pretty clear like what you're doing it's not it's not so much of like at the time is a thing is like pretty much one of the only things on my plate that like when I was working in a restaurant it's like I'd go in and be like I don't want to do this but it's like you literally don't have a choice Mm -hmm. you get sat you got to start working and then once you're in it you're like this isn't that bad I had cool tables Mm -hmm. like I got to talk to people I got to be with my fun coworkers, whatever yeah same with working in retail or something anything where it's like the people are coming to you like Mm -hmm. the patrons are coming to you it's kind of like 
you really don't have a choice but yeah. to like help that person when they come in you know what i mean yeah so you might as well be in a good mood about it i bet it's right. a lot harder when you're kind of in control of your own work work ethic yeah like that's what's that's what's tough not saying that like oh my job's harder i'm just saying it's different in the sense that like like how you motivate yourself. i really have to like self-motivate mm-hmm. yeah and the work always gets done, but, but I, I kick it into high gear. It seems like the way that you motivate yourself is by procrastinating enough where it feels high stakes. Yeah, like urgent. Yeah, it has to feel more <laughs> urgent to you. It's in the, which, what's it called? Like the urgent immediate. Yeah. What episode is that? Oh my God, you said you were done. Okay, literally no one's even This is just the callback episode. Go back to everything I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, I swear. That's maybe the last one. But anyway... I just think it's important to be present in a lot of like whenever you're doing mm-hmm. these certain things, just let that thing be that thing. Yeah. You, and f- that's hard. That's really hard. It honestly is. Like right now while we're podcasting, I'm thinking about the fact that I still need to eat dinner and then I still need to drive home and then I want to get up tomorrow morning and work out before I start working and then I have so much to do tomorrow. That's all crossed my mind while we're recording, which sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sucks. And just to, yeah, just to kind of wrap up the work thing. I think a really great way to approach it is to take a task and be very present for that task and then allow yourself five to ten minutes after that task to just be distracted yeah, or be, whatever. Be distracted. Be present take a, with take something a else. moment with yourself, whatever it is, because that will make you feel less like go, go, go all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, I can do the next thing now. Yeah, you yeah. have like the energy to go do the next thing. So. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think that can roll over into anything, like thinking yeah. about your hobbies or like just the, the creative things you like to do on the side or literally any hobby. It doesn't even have to be something creative. Like anything you enjoy doing outside of your work and social life. Just enjoying it. it. Just doing it, enjoying it. Not, I mean, we've talked about this a lot before, but not having to think that those things, you need to be the best or it needs to be monetized. Like in this day uh-huh. and age, you think, everyone thinks everything needs to be monetized and everything needs to be a side hustle. And it can be, sure, yeah. 100%, no shame. Or it can just be something that you that's fun that you enjoy. And I think just taking the stress off of it can almost make it become something more successful mm-hmm. because you're not putting your weight in your hobbies, in your enjoyment of life to be something that makes you money. It's like yeah. it doesn't have to be the case. I think people think if they're not monetizing their side hustle and starting their own business and working for themselves that they're failing. And it's like, well someone's got to work the other types of jobs. Someone's got to do the desk job. Like you can't, we can't all just be doing our side hustles and you don't have to be. You can. I mean, you don't have to be doing your side hustle or like the exact thing you're extremely passionate about to enjoy your life. Right. And the bottom line is, like Billie Eilish says in her new album, bringing it full circle, the things I once enjoyed just keep me employed now. What a way to wrap it up. Um. <laughs> well, I did want to say something else, but if you want to wrap it up there. I'm just kidding. No, can. no. Go ahead. Um, just that today my coworker was talking about how when he was teaching kindergartners, he would ask them, like, who can sing, who can dance, who can draw? I already know where this is going. And, and then, like, every few years they would ask again, like, they would ask third graders and only – some of them would put their hands up and then when you ask high schoolers only like two or three people would put their hands up because we place so much so much emphasis on perfectionism and it's like if you're not doing those things basically to the level that they can right, be monetized right, like if you're not dancing to the level of charlie 
Demilio, Demilio on TikTok. If you're not singing to the level of Billie Eilish, if you're not drawing to the level of any famous artist that is popular, <laughs> <laughs> then you're not doing those things. Which is just simply not true. You can anyone you can do all. Those yeah, things. you can do all those things. And if you find enjoyment from them, then you should be doing those things. Well, that's so depressing. Yeah, so depressing. But also, it's just depressing. If you know that, yeah, maybe maybe you can kind of push back yeah if someone right now were to be like hey like are you a singer you'd be like no you know because you don't i'm not a professional singer or you're yeah exactly or i don't like i don't have like this amazing voice that i could monetize that you sing on your voicemails so doesn't that make you a singer take those to my grave and you Um, enjoy it i do enjoy it i love it yeah exactly so in a way you are a singer and if people like think like oh you call yourself a singer but you're not even making any money off of it or mm-hmm. or even have any fame from it it's like that's on them for thinking yeah. that hobbies are only successful if you monetize it yeah and they probably don't have enough joy in their life to begin with yeah <sighs> great way to wrap it up yeah thanks wow we wrapped it up twice we wrapped so it up twice and honestly they were both fire <laughs> <laughs> oh man thank you for listening all the way through and you know where you can find us on Instagram at So Good Stuff Our Podcast. You can find me at Nicole Pogreen. You can find me at Jackie Zadig. And now you can also find us on TikTok at So Good So Far Podcast. We yet to have a video. Perhaps by the time that we post this, we're going to have our first video. So go check that out and see if we lived up to our promise. Yeah. Next time, we're going to be diving a little bit more into how to start a hobby. I think that. As someone who has started many a hobby, I'm mm-hmm. certainly I've gotten really good at. So we're gonna share yeah. a little of that knowledge. Yeah, I'm excited mm-hmm. talking about hobbies, doing them like we said in this episode to just fucking do them. Yeah, it's great. There's nothing I love more than doing hobbies just to fucking do them. It's so nice. Yeah, it takes the pressure off of having to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. All right, well, more of that to come. Mm-hmm. More gold humor and stupid things that I've done in the next episode shortly. Hope you have a good weekend. It's been so good so so far. far. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was really unsafe. Ew. I hate when work shit pops up on my work computer. How dare. (laughs) When I'm not working, like, the fuck?